0: Welcome back to another episode of I Am The Podcast with your favorite host Ava Rillen. and today I have a special guest with me. She will introduce herself. I hope you guys are doing a-okay. I know I am and I'm excited because this conversation is going to be mind-blowing. I already know it. I've been following this lady on Instagram for a while now and she is everything and more but she, I, I can't explain that. She will. Um, So thank you. Hi there. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for being here. How are you today? Good. Thank you for inviting me. No worries. It's your story. So I'm like, I'm very much excited to hear everything. And I have questions prepared, but you will lead this conversation. So let's jump right into it. Can you complete the following sentence for me? I am... I am... An uh, artist
1: in the first place, a mother, a dancer, a neurotic dancer. Um, I am a sensitive being, really emotional sometimes, but really like someone who has really deep feelings. Okay. Um, and I guess multifaceted, and that's because of the name of my Instagram. Yeah. Someone like a woman with multiple identities multiple sides of of herself and just trying to embrace every part
0: yeah and that is to me that is exactly what you're doing (laughs) and i'm enjoying every bit of it how did you come up with that name with your instagram yeah
1: i saw it um i followed an instagram account and Mm -hmm. it said there like multifaceted and not per se like woman but just multifaceted and i was like oh whoa I looked it up and i was like that's exactly <laughs> what i'm trying to like um show on my instagram yeah. just um explaining and broadcasting like multiple sides or multiple identities that i am because i feel like i have so my- many mm-hmm. identities or so many sides of myself that i'm all trying to like fit in in who i really am so
0: i saw it and i was like okay Let's, this, just just use it. <laughs> Let's just use it. I like it. I like it because you started with, you're a sensitive being. Yeah. You're a mom. You're an erotic dancer. Mm-hmm. And did I did I forget? Uh, just artist dancing in general. Said, yeah. Yeah. And what kind of artist are you?
1: Um, I think in general, not only through um showing my love for dance and being a dancer, but in general, being really artistic in the way I view things and okay. how I um, think in general. I always think with a lot of images and creative ideas. Mm-hmm. And I also had my own branding agency when I graduated from uh, my dance education. Okay. So I feel like I have so many creative ideas um and that's what makes me an artist—not really one thing in particular. I but love, many things. yeah, like, like I can go, yeah, government. exactly.
0: <laughs> Duh, come on, yeah, and because you're also an erotic dancer. Yeah, what is the background story of you being an erotic dancer? Um, for me, it like started just because I wanted to try
1: something for myself, mm. um, empowering myself i always lived basically for other people like i really was a people pleaser um just doing everything for my parents or school Mm -hmm. or whatever i don't know thing but so you felt like you were always
0: pleasing other people instead of yourself and then you asked yourself
1: where am i in exactly like i didn't even know who i was Mm -hmm. or what i wanted or Like all the thoughts that I had basically came from other people and Mm. not really from myself. Yeah, Yeah, so when I started my spiritual journey in 2017, 18, I guess, um, it also almost immediately started my sensual journey and being Mm. more interested in my own sexuality and my own sensuality. Um, or being a woman because I already had my child so also motherhood Mm -hmm. and then I felt like I was 25 or I turned 25 and Mm -hmm. I um, gave a lingerie party in a hotel so it was basically like the start of something new yeah and then like on my birthday a lot of people were like but why wouldn't you go stripping? And I was like, what? Stripping? Like, why? (laughs) Like, since when? Like, I know I danced for, like, a lot of years, but Mm -hmm. stripping never came to mind. Mm -hmm. So, um, And then I had the month, um, the following month or two months after that, Mm -hmm. another friend of mine, it was her birthday, and again people asked me the same (laughs) question
0: and i was like hmm they already saw you in that yeah
1: because i always danced like really sensual and i like dancing sensual but not in particularly like lap dances and stuff Mm -hmm. just my energy i guess so for me it was like well maybe i should think about it
0: yeah but that journey started because you asked yourself the question, what can I do for myself? Exactly. And yeah. then you went on a spiritual journey not yeah. knowing where you would end. Exactly. Ah. Yeah. Okay, that's deep. Yeah. You just And what was that spiritual journey like? What did you do?
1: In the beginning, I think it was a lot of things, the same things as other people do, like being interested in astrology, hmm. tarot cards, crystals, moon things, like everything around that. But also just, um, I guess... For me, it started with being happy or trying to like find what happiness meant for me. Mm. Um, because I was brought up as a Christian, but I never felt really—I don't know. It didn't. It touched me in a way, but, but it was everything around it was like weird, like so many judgments mm-hmm. and like going to church. I felt like the things that were discussed were like so judgmental and just full of. Shit, sometimes <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're allowed to say that. It's your opinion. Your, your opinion, like it's how yeah. you feel
1: about it. Yeah. So, I like I not really dropped it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really. I wasn't that active with my religion anymore. And then I felt like um, I needed to find something else. And I came in contact with a lot of different people who mm-hmm. were also spiritual. And I felt like I. Identify more with being spiritual, and because it's like so open, yeah. So you can really fill it in for yourself mm-hmm. than just following like one strict one guideline, like one yeah.
0: religion. Okay, so then you like you research uh, tarot cards, astrology, yeah. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> what what is your reflection on that? Like, how do you look back on that journey and doing that research of the tarot cards? Is that yeah. something you're still using today, or well, I
1: don't think I really use much anymore, mm-hmm. but I really, I think the only thing I really still find interesting is astrology and my birth chart and mm-hmm. like going a little bit more in depth into that subject, but not too deep. I think everyone has their own gifts. So I have sure. like a lot of friends who do tarot cards or are like really good at astrology. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is their gift and even though i became really interested in i didn't think like i couldn't keep up with it it was like okay for a moment it felt really good but then i was like well i don't really care that much anymore (laughs) (laughs) i have my moments yeah i have like three decks with tarot cards but it wasn't something that i felt deep within that was something for me to like express myself with oh wow it wasn't until like my whole like sensuality journey there I felt like that is more of me mm-hmm. like it's still spiritual in a way because I really believe in like energies yeah. and also um tantra mm-hmm. I really find interesting but just in general more I think I'm more in between like the normal world and the spiritual world but I can be in between that because I understand yeah. one side and, and I can understand, understand the other side. Yeah, yeah. So and I can, finding your balance. Yeah, exactly. Find. And yeah. I can bring them like together because we can talk about sex in a really spiritual way, but also just a normal way. Mm-hmm. And I think both are like really important to discuss. So yeah.
0: Oh my God, this is so interesting because <laughs> you just said you can talk about sex in a spiritual way. And I really want to touch upon that subject, mm-hmm. but you you did a dance yeah
1: uh, education, education.
0: Yeah. yeah what was that like was that like street dance or
1: yeah we had like different styles that mm-hmm. we did it was more focused on choreographing and I didn't really know that before <laughs> <laughs> like I came there thinking I would like dance in a lot of pieces and then it was like yeah you have to make your own piece and I was like I don't want to do that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like for me I really wanted to be like in video clips and just being on stage behind artists things like
0: that and was that something looking back at being raised uh from a christian perspective was that something that was like accepted yeah 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 my parents
1: are like Especially like my dad, he's like so supportive and he always like pushed me to do something with dancing. He was like, yeah, you have to do it because he also has his own company. So they always like stimulated us to... Work for ourselves Mm -hmm. and not in particularly like work for someone else, like in a regular nine to five Mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. We were always like really stimulated to know ourselves and really do things for ourselves. So my parents always supported that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Luckily. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So then you you finish your dance education. Mm -hmm. But was it during that dance education you find your like your sensual dance or was it after? Yeah, that was
1: afterwards. When I was in school, um, looking back, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I still didn't know myself in that period. So I just danced however I like express myself. But then I really grow into being who I was and Mm -hmm. who I know that I really was deep inside. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I can express myself in a totally different way back then. Because back then it was just yeah dancing how we had to dance for certain pieces or it was about finding yourself or your own style too but i didn't even know who i was back then so it's like harder like i wasn't aware of the fact that i didn't know myself but Mm. now looking back i know that i just i just danced but not really from my heart I really felt like what
0: you're doing right now like reading from your spirit reading from your heart exactly and
1: then it was more because I wanted to be the best and things like that like I was really more performing yeah exactly and now it's like totally different I had like a lot of stress back then too because I always felt like I had to I don't know kill auditions or stand out maybe yeah, yeah always like it was always like a competition Mm -hmm. more so not even with um others but also with myself like Mm -hmm. I had to be better every single class um or had to grow every single class and if I didn't feel like I had grown or teachers might have feedback or whatever Mm -hmm. I always like put myself down for it instead mm. of like my passion how I grew up like just dancing yeah. on the streets mm-hmm. it turned into something completely different was work and I just had to do things that I had to do
0: so how did you feel after you graduated like do you was it like okay I finished something uh, I finished the education whereby I feel like okay I did this and it's a part of me or was it even then more confusing
1: Yeah, well, like the whole last year, like I got pregnant in my senior year, like Mm. the last year that I was there. So for me, everything changed because Mm -hmm. I felt like I couldn't do anymore what I really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, So when I graduated, yeah, I knew like within like two, three months I have to (laughs) deliver the baby. So (laughs) I felt like my whole last year was really confusing in a way and just... I didn't really know what to expect of being a mom and mm. I felt really conflicted because dancing was always my dream and now I felt like everything fell away mm. I guess so yeah. it was a hard year even though like I danced I still danced up until like six months pregnant so oh, really? yeah
0: <laughs> oh wow. I
1: did my graduation project pregnant so. oh, wow! yeah but everything went smooth like I yeah. never felt nauseous or anything so oh wow that's good yeah that was
0: good <laughs> and then so in the last year you got pregnant and then after uh of course you had to deliver the baby yeah. and, and then, then, then I motherhood kind of, yeah
1: then I started again with dancing but as time went by I dropped certain agencies I mm-hmm. didn't really feel like I don't know, maybe because I didn't have time anymore or mm-hmm. that much time, like mm-hmm. I couldn't go rehearsing the entire days anymore. No. So it was really different. And um, slowly, I just also didn't really feel included, I guess, in the whole dance community because I think because for myself, I felt like I didn't have the time or mm-hmm. I don't know the resources or anything to like really put everything of myself in it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I really felt triggered also, like seeing other classmates, um, doing their thing. And for me, it felt like I was just at home (laughs) with my baby, baby, just doing basically nothing. So I kind of removed myself from it, Mm -hmm. um, and then I did start my branding agency for dancers because I was always, like, really good at making portfolios for them and um, just helping them in different ways. Like, also, like, I guess, coaching. Yeah. So um, just for new dancers, like, how to do auditions and things oh, like that. so you that. will
0: guide them in, yeah. let's say, I'm a dancer and I, I want to do audition for this and that video clip you yeah. will help me you will give me tips exactly in what yeah. I have to do how I to, how yeah. I have to present myself what exactly, to wear exactly
1: because mm. at my dance education we didn't learn anything about that like we had to do auditions but nobody taught us like how to present yourself in how to brand field. yourself exactly That's so
0: most education like yeah education <laughs> needs to step their game up because every, like you're not the first one and this is maybe off topic but you're not the first one but everyone that graduates is like okay but now i'm in the working field but nobody taught me like how do i negotiate my salary exactly. how do i present myself like how do i like yeah. Exactly.
1: So I felt like even though I wasn't like dancing myself anymore, mm-hmm. well, that much. Um I felt like I always felt like helping others and empowering others but yeah. also helping others know themselves like where am I good at? What is I don't know, my best futures or whatever yeah. like in the dance world then. Um so to like help them into booking more things and yeah I really liked it but I only did it for like one and a half year because (laughs) then I felt like I really did nothing in the dance industry anymore so Mm -hmm. it felt it felt not really useless but I felt like that part isn't me anymore Mm -hmm. so then I kind of stopped it and then what happened and then um I think it was like when I stopped I think that was also around the um That my spiritual journey and sensual journey started or already started. Mm -hmm. So I slowly like went that way, I Mm -hmm. guess, but more so just discovering myself and exploring myself and just figuring out what I really wanted to do besides like dancing in the dance industry. Yeah.
0: And the whole, and maybe this is not something. maybe for you it's like in a different way but the whole discovering yourself in a sensual way where i am from um i'm 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 a Ghanaian, and mm-hmm. from where i'm from like that's that's the boo the only moment you have sex is when you're married yeah. and you're about to have a kid exactly. like there's no need for pleasure yeah. there's no need for you to discover your body so that's also something for me i'm still trying to figure out like okay what is my way, mm-hmm. and what is what is for me in this in this whole sensual but also sexual yeah. thing? Like, I didn't even get a sexual education. Like, yeah. I got my period, and my mom was like, "Okay, stay away from guys, cause you'll get pregnant," mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, and everything after I had to discover for mm-hmm. myself. But was it? Cause I know, and maybe this is something I'm I'm assuming, but I know for a fact that there's still a taboo on. Like exploring your own body mm-hmm. and even going to a sex shop to buy yeah <laughs> toys yeah exactly. like to to get to know your body yeah how was is that is that something is that what you mean or was it a different journey journey or was it part of that journey
1: no it was almost like exactly the same for me like growing up um Maybe part of it was because mm-hmm. I was, like, brought up in a Christian way. Not really, like, strict, strict, but yeah, mine things are... Like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mine's not, luckily, but, like, still, in a way, like, my mom, she... The only thing she really said was, when you have sex, um, make sure it's, like, with someone special. Mm-hmm. Not really, like, okay, you have to wait till marriage. That was something that I... um that you thought can, i yeah. wanted that um at a certain point in my life <laughs> <laughs> but she was always well we didn't really have so many talks about it but it's like
0: for and again maybe this is something i'm assuming but in the black community yeah talking about it's sex like, is like
1: and my mom did tell me about her own first time oh wow! yeah she did like my mom is really open but I think for me I was or I am still like a really introverted person so Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really go talk to her like maybe some children are like mom what's this mom (laughs) what's that but I always felt like weird about it so Mm -hmm. I don't really know maybe if I was more open Mm -hmm. maybe my mom would be open too but mm-hmm. because I wasn't yeah. <laughs> and I was always like focused on school mm-hmm. so the talks never really came Yeah, but she was like if you decide to bring someone home like a boyfriend or someone you're interested in the only thing she said was make sure it's like the right one because we're gonna get attached to him and i'm gonna treat him like he's my own son yeah. so you can't like bounce on him like a week later or
0: things and like that another you know? guy, yeah. yeah so yeah. that was
1: basically the only thing she really mentioned but about sex like when i grew up I really felt ashamed for, Mm -hmm. like, self-pleasuring, I think. But that's a thing, though. Yeah. Like, it's
0: really a thing.
1: Yeah. Self-pleasure is... It's such a, I don't know, such a taboo or just, for me also, like, the whole Christian thing, like, in the Bible, it says, like, you, I don't know, things like desiring or pleasuring, everything was, like, wrong. So, mm -hmm. for me, it really felt like every time I did it, like, of course, I still did it when I was young, but it was like one quick thing and then it was like, okay, go back to bed.
0: <laughs> I did something bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: when I was, um, I was, I l- well, not lost my virginity, but like the first time that I had sex, I was 21 mm-hmm. and it was with my boyfriend. Um, 21? Yeah.
0: But that's like
1: air quote for society it's pretty late yeah yeah like i was really late because when i met my boyfriend he i was 20 Mm -hmm. um but i really wanted to make sure that he was the perfect person to like have sex with so i made him wait for a whole year um because in my mind like the things that i went through in my childhood like my parents had a really bad Divorce Mm. and just marriage in general, like domestic violence. So for me, relationships were something that I was afraid of, or men were. Yeah, I always felt like I didn't want to make the same mistakes that happened. What I see
0: in my exactly.
1: So for me, everything that I did was with so much fear Mm. um, that. I just felt like I really have to make the right decision into like choosing someone Mm -hmm. who's like not gonna leave me or not gonna um, hurt me or things like that. So when I felt like, okay, I want to like be more open for relationships, Mm -hmm. then I met my boyfriend, Um, then we waited for a year. And then we had sex. And then six months later, I was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, that's not funny. not funny at all. So for me, I never felt like I really explored who I was Uh, sexually at all. It was like immediately I was pregnant. And of course, I still had sex when I was pregnant. But like the moment that I got pregnant, Mm -hmm. sex... Started to like feel good, mm. so I always felt like I never like some children are like 16 and they start like exploring yeah, and they themselves have their journey. And, like, exactly. You, you literally had that one time, <laughs> exactly. So it was like, and I was so afraid of my own sexuality, also, like besides the self pleasuring, um, like wearing tampons, for example. I always felt like I I uh, wanted to faint or would faint or like just touching myself in that area always felt like, I don't know where it came from, but it really felt like I'm about to faint. So, um, it really took me a long time. Even I think after I delivered my baby, that was the period that I finally could like wear tampons and felt like more comfortable with it. Yeah. But, um, like for instance fingering like my boyfriend never was allowed to do that because it really felt like I just couldn't open myself in that way like we Mm -hmm. could have sex but just that part it really like scared me and it really took me I think a whole year of being actively um Focused on that, like mm-hmm. healing that part, or I don't didn't really know. But do you really know, know where that? Do you know? I still don't know don't where that came from. No, no. I mm. sometimes think like maybe it's something from past lives. I don't know, but yeah, I know it, it was like really something really deep, and I don't mm. really know where it came from. But it really took me a long time to be more open sexually because I started to explore and I started to discover my own. Um, body and what I liked and what I didn't like, mm-hmm. and I started buying toys, and I was like really focused on being more sexually open because I yeah. really wanted it, but I felt really ashamed and really afraid. So. Yeah. But yeah, it took me a long as time like I think <laughs> I started when I was twenty five twenty six and I'm yeah. almost twenty seven now so yeah. it's not even that long ago no it's pretty recent yeah and it's, yeah and
0: it's still the journey and was it when you started like when you realized okay, I'm not open I'm not sexually that open I want to discover myself is that when like the whole discovering period is that when you realized i want to do something with my sensuality yeah
1: also yeah it all came like around the same period that everything kind of like started for me Mm -hmm. like because i wanted to be more open or at least like less afraid of my sexuality um and sensuality was always something that was I think always there, but I never really focused on it. So, Mm -hmm. I actually, with the help of being sensual and just, you know, massaging myself and just certain self love practices for my body, because Mm -hmm. my body, of course, changed when I um, had my baby. Yeah. Um, But like the whole sexual part came, I think, later, like maybe 25. Mm. And the sensual journey started already around 24, but more like, I think back then it was more in a spiritual way. So mm-hmm. like define feminine and that femininity is, um, or let's say just feminine energy is, pretty important Mm -hmm. and then we are like suppressed and like things like that was like what i researched and read a lot about and with the help of that it affected or influenced how i viewed my own sexuality and i was like okay i really want to be more open or feel more comfortable with myself and my own body and with my own sexuality so yeah okay. just like two years i think now <laughs>
0: <laughs> and because i think this is definitely something um necessary to clarify but also for me mm-hmm. i'm thinking what is the difference between being sensual what's the difference between sensuality mm-hmm. and sexuality
1: like sensuality has it's like in harmony with each other mm-hmm. you can have it at the same time or feel it at the same time but sensuality is also it can take place just when you i don't know walk outside
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's more about feeling present in your Mm. body and feeling more in tune with all your senses and of course you can use that when you have sex but sensuality has actually nothing to do with with sex sex at all Mm. like it's just about being present in your own body um I don't know being in touch with things that you smell or touch mm. or your own body. Um, it's more of a feeling of more of an energy. Yeah, if than-
0: I if I uh, and please do correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but what I, what I see online and on your platform, but also different platform that um, I don't want to say promote but advocate for mm-hmm. sensuality is in the indeed what you're saying like being present acknowledging your body but also seeing your body and massaging yourself touching yourself but yeah only if it's just a stroke
1: exactly it doesn't have to to be be in a sexual sexual way exactly Exactly. yeah and i guess it's more about accepting and more about um just feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people also confuse it with feeling sexy. And yeah, that's like exactly. something totally different because mm-hmm. most of the times when we feel sexy, it's more for someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say, I don't know, people wearing lingerie. Most of the times when it's, when they do that in their mind, it's for their partner or for someone they like. Like, mm-hmm. I'm wearing this now and I feel sexy because of someone else seeing me mm-hmm. instead of me wearing things for myself. And, and walking around the house, for exactly example. Exactly, just mm. being yourself and yeah. feeling yourself. And I think that has more to do with sensuality than with feeling sexy i think i get that yeah it's like just a different use of words and of course you can use the word sexy but i think a lot of people already made their mind Mm -hmm. around what that means what it is and what it looks
0: like and oh yeah yeah that's a good one yeah because i was thinking okay like being sensual i know it's different than the actual sex being sexual but what is then the difference? But I think you explained it very well and clarified it that it's like being sensual has more to do with you and how you feel about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Being seen, like really acknowledging every inch of your body. and
1: Exactly.
0: every Just being like, aware of
1: everything, everything around you, you feel, and yeah. within yourself. Like that's basically it. And that's why it's so simple. It's just that. Mm-hmm. And you can use it every time you can use it when you have sex or when you not even have sex with someone else but also when you Mm self-pleasure you can make that experience more sensual because you um, implement those same tools of feeling present mm-hmm. i don't know maybe you have some sort of massage oil yeah. and maybe it smells really good and you're like aware of the smell you're aware of how it touches your body or, or how you like touch yourself mm-hmm. like you can make everything a sensual practice yeah and sexuality or sex has more to do with really like the act of sex. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be sensual at all if no. you don't If you don't if want you it don't to be you can mind. just be Yeah. Sex. You can just have sex and that's it, you know. Yeah. But you can you can implement sensuality on almost everything same yeah. as when you i don't know want to eat outside or go to dinner or something you can make it a sensual experience because you i don't know you f- pick your favorite food yeah, you the dress environment, nice everything, the environment and, like everything yeah so it's such a simple practice actually
0: mm-hmm. and how do you break for yourself the taboo of self-pleasure um i think just doing
1: it and just trying and just exploring but in the beginning also really making it an experience for myself so Mm -hmm. i don't know lighting candles Mm -hmm. incense just so i would feel more comfortable and it took a while like um and then i also started like buying toys i was like okay like this so let me just try Mm -hmm. um also inserting my own fingers because i didn't want to be touched by someone else but also not by myself so every time (laughs) because that
0: was that was also a journey for yourself for your boyfriend like you don't like no fingers yeah that was a straight no
1: so for me it really helped to like self-pleasure with myself first Mm -hmm. to Feel like, okay, not even why am I so afraid, but I know the fear is there. So just giving myself space and time to feel more comfortable. So it took me a while, but eventually it really worked because I really paid attention to my Mm -hmm. own body and really, I don't know, gave love also to my own body and accepted more things and just tried to release this shame and fear that I felt, but really in baby steps because it really took, I think, a year in total before I really, like now I really feel sexually really more open because now I'm just like, okay, if I want to try something, let's just try it, you know? So it had a lot to do also with my mental and emotional state of mind, Mm -hmm. um, But that was already something that I really focused on because I have, like, a lot of anxiety and... Yeah.
0: um, The thing is, you sitting in front of me, and I've been following you for a while now on Instagram, I do not... No. I do not see any type of anxiety at all.
1: (laughs) But that's, like, I think so funny because... And that's why I also always talk about it, like... Mm -hmm. Even though, of course, I have pictures, but I don't really even like making pictures at all. Like all my pictures are <laughs> videos that I made a screenshot of because I feel more comfortable with moving yeah. and making videos instead of really making pictures. Yeah, Because I had like really low self-esteem. So mm. my self-image was like really low. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I hear that.
0: All the time, <laughs> <laughs> literally all the time. Because when, when I when I look at your videos and the things you post on your feed, but also on your Instagram story, I see a woman that is standing in her mm-hmm. power. Like the fact that you can basically express everything what we just discussed mm-hmm. till now is you being in your power to me. That yeah, that is how I look at you. And when I when mm-hmm. I look at your videos, I'm like, okay, this is a woman that's in her power. And it's not only... Because that's also a thing. It's not only sensual for just being sensual. Mm-hmm. It's not only sexuality for being sex... For being sexual or mm-hmm. just for the heck of sexuality. Yeah. I learned a lot mm-hmm. about, like, sensuality, for example. Mm-hmm. But also breaking the taboos. Because I feel... Uh, in a, In... No, not a weird way. But I feel seen because everything that I have ever thought about when it comes to sensuality or sexuality has been discussed on your platform. Mm -hmm. Also the conversations and then because you have your followers replying and you having legit conversations with them. There's always a a question and an answer that I wanted to ask but I wasn't, Mm -hmm. I don't have the courage to ask but there's someone out there that that feels the same way or has the same idea and that that to me is something that has so much value mm-hmm. and i and i feel like and correct me if i'm wrong that is also something you stand for like it's not it's you being you in your yeah. power but also with a message
1: yeah and i want to empower others because i know where i came from mm-hmm. so that's why i always want to be so open about my own thoughts and yeah. how i got there because mm-hmm. i know Like, a lot of people were basically all kind of the same. We all deal with the same, like, struggles and the same type of fears and shame. Like, maybe it um, expresses itself in a different way or different situations. But in the end, like, also with my dance classes, like, everyone has, like, the same things going on in their head the same insecurities the same anxiety and that's why I think it's so important like even though it's my journey what I share Mm -hmm. I think it's really important or I really think I want to have those conversations so more people feel more comfortable within themselves because Mm -hmm. I don't think it's even for like I don't know having the best sex or whatever or doing the best positions or I don't know things like that like that's not what it's about it's about feeling comfortable for yourself yeah. and within yourself Instead so you can really step else. into it yeah. yeah it's not for someone else like it's for yourself and I think that's why I think or why I wanna share so much mm-hmm. um, because I really feel like more people can be helped in that way yeah
0: I, and I definitely agree I definitely agree but how do you, how do you take care of your own mental health while posting what you post? Like it's it's really you. Like the things I post, I can say it's a part of me, but it's still a part of me that's air quote covered.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the post, like the things that you post, the videos and the picture, it's really you and it's mm-hmm. everything of you. But how, like during that. And everything how do you take care of yourself mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i think when i started my instagram um in this way mm-hmm. um i just shared everything and then i felt like really exhausted sometimes or drained because i'm always someone the like who overgives mm. themselves so I really had to like figure out how to have healthier boundaries. Mm-hmm. Also when people ask me questions, like having like huge text paragraphs, sending them to them mm-hmm. because I always felt like I need to be accessible for everyone. Yeah. You need to help them. Yeah. And that was because I really had no boundaries at all. Not mm-hmm. even like online, but also in my personal life and You were always available to people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it took me also a long time to realize that I was doing that and that it was still people-pleasing or um, being codependent Mm -hmm. or other things. And while I was like doing everything online, in my personal life, I'm always really focused more on my emotional health than the other parts because I know where a lot of things came from. Uh, Like my behaviors, like the people pleasing or feeling, Mm -hmm. um, or being really perfectionistic. Um, everything came from not feeling good enough, Mm. um, or not feeling loved at all. Um, but also not knowing how to receive love because I always questioned everybody. So, um, like behind the scenes, I always was really more focused on that. Mm -hmm. So, Now, for instance, um, even though I share things, it's more filtered. Now I know more how to share things but not give everything Everything. of myself. Like um, When I started um, erotic dancing, my partner and I decided to not post our family anymore, or for me at least. Um, not my child anymore just to like keep that private mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people still have judgments about yeah they still
0: have opinions yeah like how can you be in a rec exactly while, while
1: being a mom so not even like I still discuss certain things as mm-hmm. being a mom but I felt like you don't have to see my child anymore yeah in that way so mm-hmm. um, that was something like a boundary that I stated for myself um, yeah like And also now not posting whenever I internally feel like I need to post. When Mm -hmm. I think, okay, it's been a week already and you have posted nothing. But now just realizing I need to be in my own energy and also being in my own journey to be able to share something. If Mm I don't feel like sharing anything, then now I don't pressure myself to share something mm. then I would maybe post things in my story yeah but not going really deep into it and sometimes I feel like okay let me just write something really quick but it has been a while since I really shared more things as I would used to I think mm-hmm.
0: because it's more filtered now and yeah when you're in the right energy and you feel like exactly. okay this is something I want to yeah share that's when you post
1: and a lot of things are basically the same thing <laughs> so <laughs> it's the same story over again and um i also think because i want to um i think be a sex and intimacy coach so um now i wanted to be even though i still want to like share free things so to say but also like being compensated for the work and like emotional labor that i give so much um, so that also like plays a role why I'm not sharing like everything anymore.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking forward to becoming a yeah intimate, you said intimate coach? Yeah. yeah. Sex and intimacy Sex and coach. Intimacy yeah. coach. Yeah. Yeah. And why, like, why is that something you aspire to do? I think,
1: um... It's not even about, like, I realized that this week, for me, it's not even about, like, the whole sexuality, sex-positive movement, mm-hmm. I think. For me, it's really about intimacy, because intimacy is, like, a broader term for everything. Yeah. Like, you can talk about sexual intimacy, but also emotional intimacy. And everything that I learned in my own personal life... Um, Regarding to the relationships, love, um, sexual health or sexual wellness, um, but also sex work. Like everything has something to do with intimacy in one yeah. way or another. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, And a lot of people struggle with intimacy, not even about having sex or feeling insecure when having sex it's more so about not being able to be vulnerable with someone Mm -hmm. else or being vulnerable with yourself Mm -hmm. and I think that is something um, we can learn more about and help each other being more open because there are like a lot of judgments self-judgments but also judgments from growing up maybe or just the type of environment that you lived in maybe on school or i don't know like everything shapes you in one way or the other Mm -hmm. and i think it's really important and that's why i like social media can only do so much Mm. and i know like when i talk to people or if i can like create a format like even though i'm gonna there's not even a course or education around sex and intimacy coaching but more like relationship coaching so i want to do that and same with my branding agency i'll make my own (laughs) job so
0: that's okay i just created myself that's a good thing like especially during this pandemic like yeah exactly so i think
1: it's really important to be there for people in a different way and Making them aware of themselves and empower them instead of, I don't know, just tearing each other down in this society. (laughs) Like, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Everyone just needs
0: love. And we do. Like, and love, I always say, like, love is a verb. And I totally feel you on that intimacy thing because I believe it was only this year that I realized because i'm single Mm -hmm. and something that i realized this year because i started off this year with okay this year i'm going to i'm going for a relationship i'm going to date yada yada and i think halfway i realized it's not really the relationship that i want it's the intimacy exactly it's feeling and being seen yeah a simple hug like and just like you said, it's so broad, mm-hmm. and I do believe that you can have that intimacy with someone, and it doesn't necessarily need to be in a relationship. No, but you can have that intimacy with not even one person, but you can like can you have, have like two multiple pers- sources exactly. of like, intimacy. Yeah. yeah, and I
1: don't think um, like I'm also like now in an open relationship because I we like also felt like we I don't know like everyone tries to like claim persons and that's the thing that love is it has to look one sort of way Way, I think and same as what you said like everyone has their needs and wants Mm -hmm. and what they desire out of relationships or connections Mm. in general but who said that one person needs to fulfill everything of <laughs> yeah. like yeah. of course you have your friends and you have your family but True. even like with love people only think of romantic love like and having that with have, one person yeah
0: but i do believe because i've been having these conversations for a while now and mm-hmm. especially this topic i don't think the world is ready to understand that the thing that we desire, the thing that we long for, that one person yeah. can fulfill all of that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not even
1: fair to the other
0: it's person. Not even realistic. No, but, hey, you know, <laughs> I honestly think that the world is not ready to have that discussion no, yet. No, because, because we're
1: so focused on just needing. Or taking everything and everything's yeah. more for yourself like mm-hmm. also just in general like I need to be rich I need to have this and this and that mm-hmm. like nobody really cares about other people anymore No, and that's like so sad because I think we're like so much further away from ourselves mm-hmm. nowadays than maybe if we would live more simple I don't know <laughs> but in my opinion it, it is help. like
0: guys it would <laughs> help if you just if you would just live a little bit simpler and Actually, practice love. Yeah, and less of the judgment. But it's something like it's a behavior taught many years ago, and it's still here. Like our parents, 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 and it's so hard to break that particular taboo of Mm -hmm. things. That to me, it feels like okay. Like in ten years, that is when we have made our first step. So it it takes ten years. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. To, like, really break those things. Yeah. Like, it's insane to me. Because, like you said, intimacy is so... It's so broad. And something, like, I always have conversations about this. Because I I do believe that an open relationship can work. But having that discussion is <laughs> so draining. It can be so draining. Because yeah. we are taught differently yeah that and especially in the christian religion yeah one just this one (laughs) one person one person on this whole earth for you (laughs) and if that doesn't work you just you you need to figure it out it has to work yeah but it's so insane to like expect one person to fulfill everything that you have on Mm -hmm. your list exactly to me it's mind blowing
1: yeah but and i think yeah. it's like f- for everything and that's why maybe now i we made the decision to have an open relationship because i already started questioning everything Mm. like it started with spirituality of course like you Mm -hmm. question like okay but why do we why are we here like is this really what it is or (laughs) is there more (laughs) or why are we here you know and then with around for me like the sexuality part like why are we actually um why are we afraid of sex like we're so open-minded here in holland Mm -hmm between brackets because <laughs> we're not really that open minded <laughs> open minded but we're not exactly and we're i selective. yeah we're exactly yeah. and i felt like okay but why i don't know why is everything centered around male pleasure like why not around female pleasure or
0: just both like i questioned everything and but that's like i don't want to interrupt you but mm-hmm. that's a legit question why is everything centered around male pleasure
1: yeah because the whole world is centered around men in general (laughs) so it's logical and as long as we like as a community or like for me community is just everyone on earth like Mm -hmm. we as like the human race like if we follow everything that let's say people on top mm-hmm. like give to us and we just follow it without thinking if it's really good for us then of course the world sheeps. is where it is now we're just, just sheep yeah. oh my following yeah and you have to have people who question things because the world is already centered for many many years around men because mm-hmm. they are also the persons who are in charge basically yeah. so As long as we just do what they say, yeah, then nothing's going to (laughs) change.
0: Yeah, indeed. Definitely nothing's going to change. But And talking about like from the male perspective that most things are surrounded or based on male pleasure. Is that something like, for instance, I would like to uh, discover or understand my own pleasure. Mm -hmm. Is that something as a coach I can reach out to, to you? yeah if i would like yeah. to develop that because indeed like we just discussed everything is surrounded by male pleasure everything yeah. is for the men yeah and nothing is for us really yeah oh wow that's nice yeah. so, so that's so something people can reach yeah. out and like contact you yeah. as a coach
1: yeah exactly so hmm. when i like really worked on it and really mm-hmm. created like because I feel like now everything comes from my own experience. Yeah. But now I really want to, I don't know, study how to more, like, in general things to, like, be a coach. And mm-hmm. um, touch different subjects that maybe weren't my own experience. So I can, but, like, help yeah. more people than just people who whose journey is kind of, like, my own. Mm-hmm. But um yeah that's something that i really want to work towards nice
0: very nice (laughs) so and now who are you today because we we talked about your journey and your dance education you becoming a mom your spiritual journey your sexuality your sensuality and who are you today
1: i think today i feel really more like myself like Mm -hmm. things that i suppressed like my sexuality are, I think I don't judge myself that often anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I do find happiness in a lot of things. I am like less anxious. Like I'm still anxious sometimes, but I now know how to deal with it and where certain thoughts come from or why I behave sometimes the way that I behave. Mm -hmm. So, um, today I really feel a lot more comfortable in who I am and, I'm not afraid to also show who I am mm-hmm. instead of always trying to fit into the image that I think other people, like, How projected. other people want to see you? Yeah. yeah, okay. Like, sometimes it was, like, how they explained it, but sometimes it also was what I thought that they wanted from me. Mm-hmm. So just battling all those things um, and still going through it still being on my journey. But today I feel really good about myself and where I stand and just being able to share my own story with other people. And I don't know, inspiring them in a way, yeah. um, just to like, I don't want it to be something only for myself. Like mm. I want other people to feel comfortable too. So yeah. when people come to me, um, or message me, um, that, me being open about my struggles but also um, being powerful by just doing it and mm-hmm. just exploring things and sharing that that also makes me like really happy <laughs> yeah
0: <Aww. laughs> oh i'm loving it i, I really, like i really enjoy everything that you post and even also the the human part of it because i the latest post i saw of you was such a cute picture of you oh, just being yeah. your, <laughs> just being, being your kid self. yeah and it was on the 15th of november and is you actually like sharing with us that you're busy with your inner child healing yeah and like i enjoyed it's so cute like you guys need <laughs> to i'll definitely make sure to mention it yeah. but the things you you wrote also like shy soft needy I'm yeah. uh, saying it right. Dreamy, sensitive, emotional, introverted, overthinker, socially anxious, and hopeless romantic. And it's honest. Yeah. It's very <laughs> honest. But the fact that it's honest, it's vulnerable. But to me, that makes me, that makes you even more you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the human part yeah. of you. It. It's like you've really been human and yeah. being very honest about who you are. Yeah and what you're doing and what you're going through but also what you're looking forward to like inner child healing I mean that's exactly that's something itself like going back to yeah who you you actually was yeah. yeah and healing that child like
1: and I think it's really important because at that time when I posted it I felt like okay, a lot of people maybe look up to me, but Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be something that I'm some superhero or always been this confident, like it wasn't. So I always go back to also sharing where I struggle with or um, things that I'm going through because I want people to know I'm just me. I'm just being human, human, you know? Like I'm not someone who has all the answers or... Um, is or feels always sensual feels always super sexually open-minded like sometimes i don't like sometimes i still feel um closed off in a way or sometimes i still feel i don't know not happy how my body looks or mm-hmm. just things in general and that's normal basically
0: everything humans go through yeah on a daily basis exactly yeah.
1: but i know with social media people always portray people as if they are perfect and i always want to show like i'm not perfect yeah
0: they always have that high standard of you that you like how come i why aren't you why aren't you feeling good today i I need you to feel good exactly instead of them like (laughs) looking at the self and fixing what they need to fix for themselves and putting that pressure on you yeah wow
1: i think it's more helpful to show all well not all sides of yourself but especially the sides um that a lot of people don't see like Mm -hmm. okay we have instagram we show most of the times like our highlights and pretty Mm -hmm. pictures and things like that but i know that's not my message like i don't really care about the pictures at all (laughs) like i'm just i need to post them because that's instagram but Mm -hmm. for me it's more about the whole journey and where I came from and every time like challenging different parts of myself and just sharing that with other people so Mm -hmm. I think that's something I find really important because it's social media but I still want people to know like it's just my journey and yeah. it's not a perfect one and i'm still going through things and same as you are going through yeah. things so you can relate to me i think in a deeper way because i yeah, share everything yeah. yeah instead of just being like oh yeah let's say i never like i pretend the whole other years never happened like i was mm-hmm. always confident i was always I was sexually happy. Really open I was, like, yeah, no. no like that's not true and i think it's even more valuable that i went through the things that i went through so i can could overcome it and share it with other people mm-hmm. because everyone has basically the same insecurities so. yeah we do
0: we do and it's even more valuable and more even more important important right now like everything that we are we, we are going through like being human mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a message itself. Like, just be human. Like, feel yeah. what you feel and also know that you're not the only one dealing exactly. with stuff. Exactly. And we've all been somewhere. Yeah. And that's why we're here now. Yeah. And to me, like, I wish there was an easier way to, like, get the message out there. <laughs> yeah. For people to understand and, like, really believe, yo, it's okay. Yeah. Take a chill pill. Yeah.
1: Like everything goes through this thing called life and nobody mm. knows what the fuck we're doing. So we don't. it's okay. As long yeah. as we like help each other and support each other. I think that's more important. Like love each other. Like it doesn't have to be romantic love all the time, but just love in his or her essence yeah like yeah. just love in general yeah we miss a lot of love we need and love support guys. for we each other <laughs> we
0: need support we need love we need everything oh my god thank you so much i really Welcome. like this conversation <laughs> to me very inspiring but it also gave me like more detailed information and like it completed the picture for me yeah. Like, hearing the background story and, like, putting the puzzle piece pieces, yeah. like, now in place, I'm like, wow, it's even more, even more beautiful, even <laughs> more, you. more valuable, like, yeah. yeah. No, thank it's, you. <laughs> yeah, no, I really, I mean it because it's always, it's something to do what you do. And definitely on Instagram, and you have people that choose to have an opinion when they see mm-hmm. when they see stuff. But I'm that person that okay, but I need I want to know the story behind it. Yeah, because me too. <laughs> it's so powerful that that you are able to do that. What has led you to that? To do yeah, that, exactly. And like the story to make it more complete. Because I can I can be judgmental and fill it in for myself. Like, oh, she's just a nasty stripper. No, she's yeah. not. Like. You went through a whole journey yeah. to become who you are today. Exactly. And to me, mind blowing, very powerful. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks. So more
0: power <laughs> to you, definitely more power to you. And what are you looking forward to?
1: Um, yeah. I think for the most part just starting um a relationship coaching to like really be able to help people more yeah. than I do now because yeah. I feel like it's just social media, but mm-hmm. I want it to be mo- even of more value be- besides um, the whole social media thing. Like I've been shadow banned a lot, so mm-hmm. maybe my account isn't here like this year. <laughs> like, I don't know. And don't then know, all yeah. the messages and stories are gone. But I think that is something that I really, I think that's the only thing like in that area that I'm really looking forward to, to know even more and Um, help more people teach more yeah more and just i think refining it for myself like making everything into a practice or creating Mm -hmm. a practice around it so it becomes um not even like my own journey but something that everyone feels um is useful
0: yeah yeah very nice very nice (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for this much needed, but also warm and very inspiring conversation. So, thank, thank you, you. Thank you once again. I'm afraid because I think I'm going to say it wrong. The multifaceted woman. Yes! I did. It, I <laughs> deserve an
1: applause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Is there something you would like to, as a last sentence or something you would like to put out there i think to the listeners yeah i think most importantly like everything
1: even if it's about sensuality sexuality sex work relationships acceptance of yourself like the base is really just try to love yourself and find ways to love yourself and accept yourself even more That's just the base of everything. It's just about loving yourself and being able to um, free yourself of, I don't know, external um, judgments of your own internal judgments. I think freedom is what we all long for.
0: I could not have said it better. (laughs) Thank you once again. Thank (laughs) you. Really. This was I Am The Podcast with your favorite host. And I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Make sure to look out for the afterthoughts because my mind is already blowing. But I need to process this and I'll hit you guys back with the afterthoughts. Thank you.